Hey, it's Story Guys. I'm Murdoch. I'm Brian. It's a fake game show podcast where the stories are real, but the points do not matter, and they are not real. Yeah, that's right. We, we, we don't write them down. Spoiler alert. <laughs> that's been, that's how that works. Mark is feeling really good because he just ate a lot of chicken and is drinking a tall boy. <laughs> this is how we do it on a Friday. Yeah, this is this is post work. So just a quick story. Um, so there's a, that, that chicken looked good, by the way. I'm not I'm not mocking your chicken. Well, you should. So there's there's there's, a, there's this really fancy restaurant that's brought by Brian's. I'm just kidding. Oh, it's, let it's, me tell you, it's five star. It's a gas station. So is the gasoline. So the the gas station was right by where the daycare was. So when I had a kid in the daycare. I would drop the kid off at daycare and I'd hit the gas station uh, and get little chicken nuggets for breakfast. <laughs> oh, oh, you would do that bef- like when you drop her off in the morning? I thought when you told me that story, you were dropping her off in the afternoon or listen, picking her up in the afternoon. Listen, this is a no judgment zone for my <laughs> chicken nugget eating gas station story. So let me finish. So it's always in the morning. So I just went for us to get a couple of tall boys and I walked in and I was on the phone and I got off and I said, hey, man. How old's that chicken? And he said, it's pretty old. You know, in the afternoon, comes with a deep discount. And I said, so what does that mean? He goes, he goes you can have one little uh, thing of them, you know, like six nuggets for a dollar. And I was like, how about I take all of your nuggets for a dollar? And he did. He went and got like a big styrofoam box and just threw them. It's literally the Chris Rock sketch from, uh, what is that, In Living Color, when he's like, no, nah, how about I give you a quarter and you give me a... <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? I forgot about? all about that. Yeah. <laughs> also, it needs to be pointed out that uh, that's strong. That's what? that's strong to walk in and just be like, give me all your chicken. Well, I was I looked at it and I was like, well, man, that's just so old. It looked old. I just wanted, it did kind of look old. When you brought it in, I was like, not going to judge you. But I was like, that looks kind of old. But now that you got a deal on it, I'm excited about it. We've heard about my garage sailing ways and the history of that in my family. So you you know how I feel about getting a deal. That's good. That's right. And, I, and the Twitter sphere was giving us... Uh, you know, a little bit of attitude uh, last week because we were drinking wild cherry Pepsi and I had on a Harry <laughs> Potter shirt. Yeah, I know that's fine. And now I'm I, not. I want you to know now there is day old chicken and Coors Banquet involved that, in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So please be impressed. I took one drink of this Coors Banquet and I was like, and freshman year of college, like all of a sudden it came rushing back. I just oh, I just remembered uh, a fried chicken discount story. Hold on. OK, so I worked at a record store and I worked at night. And there was uh, Buddy's Barbecue. Buddy's Barbecue was like just down the the way. And I don't, it was, and I would never eat there because it was super gross. So I go to KFC because that's what all healthy people do in college. So (laughs) I remember I went to, I went to the KFC one time and I figured it all out. And I said, hey, can I get a two piece with mashed potatoes and gravy? And they're like, the guy was like, well, how many pieces do you really want? And, I, and all of a sudden, I, I didn't know I was in the Monty Hall, let's make a deal scenario. And I found out kind of quickly. He goes, just, you know, how many you want? I'll charge you for the same amount for two. Just how many pieces do you want? I was like, I, I don't know. And he goes, look, man, I have to debone all this crap and give it to Buddy's Barbecue next door. So, like, if you can just take all this chicken, I won't have to do any of that work. I was like, wow, this is fantastic. <laughs> so I just come back to work with a bucket of chicken for everybody and be like, hey. You know, like Rip Taylor, like throwing confetti up. Hey, everybody, I've got a bucket of chicken. 
Wow. I, I'm trying to think if I have discount chicken stories. We should name the, this episode <laughs> Discount <laughs> Chicken. chicken. Actually, if I saw our list of episodes, I would click first on the one called Discount Chicken. You would, you would click first. The, uh, I would click. <laughs> I like that joke way too much. If there was a chicken here, I'd be so angry about this entire conversation. Uh, yeah, oh, I would have getting emails from PETA. All right. Um <laughs> Let's actually get to the show. The way this yeah. thing works is uh, we t- tell stories to each other. They have to be true. They have to be something that's happened to us. Um, we have a story starter. But yeah, it all starts with something. We, we kind of dig into a hat. We pull out something at random from a category, usually from a list of songs. Now, last week we did songs by the band Kiss. Because Mark has a, a long-standing relationship with that band. Uh, today, I just decided at random to pick the Rolling Stones. There are lots of lots of good Rolling Stones. I mean, honestly, we just need a, a band with a lot of songs. If you only have one yeah. album, it might be kind of hard. Yeah. So, so in the pot today, Sympathy for the Devil, Jumpin' Jack Flash, Paint It Black, Give Me Shelter, Satisfaction, Angie, throw a whole bunch in, Honky Tonk Women. I hope we don't get that one because I don't I have no idea what story I would tell there. Uh, no. And Beast of Burden. Okay. Quick story. Almost uh-huh. got a hard pass on a job interview because I got a Beatles or Stones. That was the, one of the questions in the job interview. It's just one of those, like, I was like, eh, I'm like the Stones now. You know, like, you go back and forth. And I was like, Stones. And there was an audible gasp. Oh, really? Yeah. So I've done that same thing in a job interview. I got to the end, and I was on a panel. There was like three of us, and it, she wasn't going to be my direct report. And I said, and they go, anybody else have any questions for, for her? And I said, yeah greatest American rock band of all time. Because we'd been having this conversation before she came in. I was like, I yeah. want you to weigh in. We're having this conversation, greatest American rock band of all time. And she froze. And she was like, she said what you should never say if you're in a job interview with me. Backstreet Boys. No, she said she didn't. She's like, I don't really, I don't know really music. I don't know. And I was like, oh my God, did you just say, it's like, yeah, you can't hire her. No, actually, I will say that I, there was another candidate in the pool that I thought everyone was going to go for. We went for this person. And uh, she ended up being absolutely fantastic still a favorite person of mine now i will say that after the interview she sent thank you notes she's a class act and in my thank you note she wrote i've been thinking a lot about your question about greatest american rock band right good and i guess dot 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 beyonce question mark (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we found out that we both read a lot. So we basically, the, in the years we worked together, we just talked about books instead of music. Yeah. She, she would just blank when music came up. Do you know how the, the the Stones thing backfired on me? So I say Stones. Yeah. And everyone gasped. Yeah. And then a girl, a lady that's in the interview, she uh, stands up, uh, pulls up the back of her shirt, and it has a tattoo of the Hoffner base where McCartney has autographed her back and she's tattooed the autograph on her back. Wowza! Yeah, it'd be nice to get a heads up in those situations. Mm-hmm. If you're, I mean, you knew enough people, yeah, right in that situation because I now know what you're talking, which job you're talking about. Yeah. But you know, I got somebody should have given you the heads up. I still got the job. <laughs> oh yeah, you did get the job. Yeah, okay, it's fine. It's it worked, fine yeah. then. Yeah, that's, that's worked, yeah. You totally got the yeah. job. So let's let's dig into the hat, right? Yeah, let's yeah. see what we got um, here. I almost went to the hat. This is like your job. Yeah. <clears throat> Digging the hat. Brian's digging the hat. And honky tonk we women. have honky tonk. No. We've been thinking of the worst case scenario. Paint it black. Paint it black. Which always reminds me, if we're just talking about the song, reminds me of Stir of Echoes. Did you like that movie? 
I was a big fan of that movie, but I have no idea if it holds up because I haven't watched it in a long I, time. I, I don't know if I saw I saw it once, I guess. I don't know. Kevin Bacon and Elena, Elena Douglas, who's like tied with Judy Greer for like my favorite, yeah. one of my favorite actresses ever. And she just like doesn't get enough. She doesn't get enough. So today we're going to name this episode Elena Douglas. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Okay. Paint it black. Kevin Bacon. Paint it black. Yeah. Are you up or am I first? Uh, You go first. All right. I met I, my wife in art school. I wasn't in art school. She was. We went to the same university. Art school girl. And I immediately listened to Art School Girl by the Stone Temple Pilots. Which is a terrific song and record. It, it's my favorite record by them. And yeah. everyone, it's like not the record you're supposed to like by Stone Temple Pilots, but it is my favorite for yeah. sure. And part of it is I do love that song. Um, so I would sing that to her all the time when we were dating. Totally. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah. So I met her when she was in art school. And there was a period a couple years in where she was in... She was working on a on a I think it was near the end of her college and she was working on a project. And it came to okay, I have to back up and say first of all, if you don't know me and you don't know my wife and you don't know our dynamic, Deborah is very self-assured. And so when she has an idea or is going to do something, like I might be like, I don't know, maybe I should figure this out. You know, I might I might talk it to death. That's what she would tell you I would do. But she will just straight up be like, this is how we do it. I know how to do it. I've done the research. This is it. And she always does, man. It's like, we go on vacation. She does the research about a place. We have the best vacation ever. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like 100%. You know, if something's going on with the kids, she'll figure it out. And, oh, I think, you know, before we go to the doctor, we she usually is pretty right on the diagnosis. Like, she's just super smart. It's Mother so, Earth, man. Yeah. So, she's, she's a badass. I can say that. So... We, in this situation, I have known her for a little while, and I figure this out about her, that she knows what she's doing. So she decides she's working on this project for art school, and she is going to, I believe it was for art school and not for just something she was painting in for the house. But she got some spray paint, and she said, I'm going to spray paint these items. I don't even remember what it was now at this point, because she had several instances of art school gone wrong early in our relationship. And this was one of them. Okay. The other one was when she was making a, she was like making a cast of her bra. Right. It, like she's make a part of her body and she ended up like burning her body trying to make this cast thing. So that was one of them. Yeah. But the other one was this one, which was she decided to spray paint these things. And there was a moment where for some reason she decided she couldn't do it outside. And she said, it'll be fine. I'm just going to spray paint it in the apartment. In, in our place. So, down, um, down, 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 down. first of all, like I don't know if you've ever used spray paint indoors. Don't no. do it. No. Don't do it. And really, all there is to the story is that she did it, and then we were like, we realized once she started, like, uh-oh, this was a mistake. Yeah. But once you've started cat's out of the bag or the paint is on the walls and the floor and everything else i mean like yeah it, it goes it, everywhere yes it just floats around it's like drywall dust or years later we moved out of that place and we wouldn't move like a piece of furniture and you would realize that all around it carpet or linoleum like if you move the furniture yeah. it was a completely different shade the floor was yeah because it wasn't covered in black right spray paint dust yeah like we thought we had cleaned and years later there were major differences in the color of the floor it was real disgusting now i'm not one to hold grudges or 
lord things over other people. But it is nice, given that in most cases I am the one who is is wrong. <laughs> it's yeah. nice to have a couple examples where it's like like big doozy examples of. But remember, babe, one time you decided to spray paint indoors, and our apartment never looked the same. That's pretty healthy to bring up something from eight years ago. That works. <laughs> eight, eight years, years ago, that was like twenty years ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good for you. Listen, man, I'm never wrong about anything. I'm gonna make a wrong turn on the way home to my house tonight. Dude. You know what I mean? That's oh. I, I just do. Oh, I just don't even trust my, you know, it's not that I don't trust myself to make the right decisions. I just am married to someone that I wanted to be smarter than me, and I really got more than I bargained for. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, worked uh, out great, really. Where, uh, where does the term paint it black, where does that take you, my friend, in, oh. in the story sphere? Yeah. Um, it is now your turn. I, I don't know why I went here, but man. So, uh, mom's story. I should say that I hope none of these stories result in us telling a story about blackface. No. Okay. I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I, I apologize that you said it was about your mom yeah. and I felt the reason to, to give that disclaimer. But I will say that my brother yeah. tweet, or texted me at some point this week and he was like, dude, I feel like this is a question we should ask each other. Do you think mom and dad ever accidentally put us in black faces? Are there pictures we should know about? Yeah. The the one thing I like to point out there is never, ever in my life have I ever had for just a little bit of like a consideration of like, do I want to put this shoe polish on my face? <laughs> like it's never something I've considered. So I don't I can't like I I don't I don't even understand. Anyway, so mom's story. So um my mom, tough lady. She was a single mom from 1959 to 1972. And I grew up knowing so little about her personal life. I mean, like, really anything. Like, I just, you know, I showed up. I was, you know, she met my dad. And, you know, I I really didn't know. You know, I I had to learn kind of backwards things about, like, you know, how what my sister, like, how she was brought up and, you know, what my granddad was like and things like that. And I really just kind of assumed by like, you know, if, if you know my mom and met my mom, like this is my assumption and I really went with it and I thought it was true that like, you know, she probably dated, you know, two or three guys in her entire life. I, I, I just don't know. I have no idea like what my mom's game was or whatever. Like she's pretty. I think we talked about it last week. Natalie Wood. Remember my friend? That yeah, took yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. So she's, she's pretty. Uh, she's shrinking. She's four foot eleven now. So got like a nine year old that's almost as tall as she is. So, uh, but you know, she's pretty lady. Um, and then one day, she laid it on me that she um, she almost like went out with a very famous musician. What? Yes, yes. She saw them all the time. Because first, she worked in the National Life Building. So if you've been watching the the uh, the Ken Burns special, it's on PBS. They those people used to walk right in there. So she used to see Patsy Cline and all these like all these really famous musicians just walk in the lobby. Like she would see people all the time, um, more so than like you know how you know people see famous people in Nashville now, where there's 700 billion people that live there. You know, it was it was a different scene like you know 50 years ago, right? Um, so 
I don't know, and she will send a note after she listens to this podcast and correct me and tell me, because this is what she does. She'll be like, no, you don't know, and then she'll tell me. We probably should have, like, post-mortem conversation with Mark's mom about how I've messed up all these stories. I've already had that with my mom. My mom will say, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I think you missed this. This yeah. was actually a different time, and I'm like, mom, I don't yeah. think it was. So you and I already have I appreciate this. that you're listening. You That's and I great. should make those bonus episodes. We haven't even talked about that this has already happened with our parents. It's we, just, we should make a bonus episode where the moms defend the story. Like That's actually a really funny <laughs> idea. That's a great idea. We could call it Story Moms. Yeah. And it's a, it's a spinoff podcast where yeah. they, they, they go, actually, on episode 11, yeah. Brian was way wrong. Yeah, no. That's hilarious. So, I would love Carol and Rosalie to talk. That'd be... Rosalie. Oh, that's right. Your mom's name's Rosalie. It's uh, a super pretty great name. name. Yeah, I know. My yeah. mom's Carol Ann. Carol Ann and Rosalie. I mean, I'm telling you. Yeah. We'd kill in a certain demo with Carol Ann and Rosalie. Yeah, that's right. Every now and then I send her a video of Chuck Berry. No, no, it's the Stones. By the way, look, I got back to it. The Stones playing Carol uh, in Madison Square Garden, 1969. I like send her that video because I love that song a lot. So I'll give you just two guesses. So you have to think, 60s, Nashville, who, like, who maybe my mom would go on a date with? So you just we, get- At least tell me it wasn't Conway Twitty. No. Boy, it would be so much fun <laughs> if it was. That's one. So you only get one more. Charlie Pride. Uh, wow, no. Okay. So- <laughs> I'm trying to decide how you're, how you're roping it back to this song title, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So um, she, I, I don't know if it was like actually a hang- but she was hanging out with her friend, and they went over to Don Everly's house. Right, of the Everly Brothers. Okay. So, and and this my understanding is that Don wanted to, to go out with my mom. Now, I mean, come on, man. Like, I'm just trying to tell you. My mom's an amazing, wonderful, strong lady. I'm going to tell you. Rockstar, Everly Brothers. I mean, it's the great American songbook. Um, but she didn't do it. Why did she not go out with with the one of the Everly brothers? I don't do you know, know why. This smirk on your face makes yeah. me anticipate the answer to this question like Cause, none other. Because both of those Everly brothers and their house, they painted their bedrooms black. Oh, <laughs> and that's how no, we're getting back to the story starter. And no dice. What? That was it. That was the deal breaker. What? Yeah. Okay, explain in a family-friendly manner what that's about. Why would you paint your bedroom black? I don't... Well, probably... Maybe that was hip. I don't know. Like, have you ever been on a date and there's like a deal break? I was on a date one time and I had a tape that had Rubber Soul and Revolver on there and a girl was like, I don't like the Beatles. And I was like, I don't know if we're... I'm going to take you back home. (laughs) Like, this is... It's been going on for 30 minutes. (laughs) This is terrible. Uh, So her deal breaker was these bedrooms just... Creepy. Oh my she, goodness! She just thought it, she so just, she just she her sense kicked in and she said, she "This is no no thought dice." It, thought it was weird. Yeah, this is maybe the greatest story that's ever been told in this yeah. podcast so far, at least for me. Dream, <laughs> dream, dream, dream in my black bedroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, but we're we gonna get I'm, sued by Everly Brothers Estate for talking smack about. No, 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 no. The other the other thing is, I want a what, legal letter from the, the family. Refuting the black bedrooms. I would, I would, this should be the controversy that catapults us to the top of the iTunes charts. But, but Brian, look, what a wonderful blessing in disguise it was that my mom didn't go out with one of the Everly brothers because <laughs> she went out with my dad that she ran into at a funeral, you know, 45, 40, 
47 years ago, she was at a funeral, and my dad was like, hey, you want to go out? And that worked out instead. And then here I am. We definitely don't need to discuss who wins this episode. Because there's absolutely no contest with how great your story is. I, I just am oblivious. I just love hanging out. This is why we do this. This is why we did this before. So, so, so I will say the, so date, I win. Okay. the dating life of your parents. Oh, yeah, 4,000 points. You're like way up in the standings now. Right. Um, the dating life of your parents is like one of those weird things you don't really ever want to think about, mm. right? Like, I mean, it's just, it's just strange. But... I did, and this piece is on the website. If you go to wearethestoryguys.com, there is a section that, um, well, first of all, if you want to see pictures of, we should put up a picture of your mom looking like Natalie Wood. Yeah. So let's do that. that. We can can put that there. Uh, uh, Gongi is is on the site. If you go to videos and photos, that section. But if you go to written word, there is stuff we write, and there is an old essay that I put up after we had talked about our grandmothers about the grandmother that I didn't talk about on the podcast, my mom's mom. So... The, the one I talked about, the yard sale in the punk rock, that was my dad's mom. My mom's mom, Opal, also another awesome name. Yes. So she, I, I, I say this in that piece, but one time I was talking to her about, I was just talking to her, and it was an amazing conversation. It was in the last couple of years before she died. And she said to me, we were talking about my, like one thing I've always been interested in is that I've known, kind of like you said, like you know just little bits and pieces of their history pre-you, that my mom was engaged to another person before she met, well, I think she knew my dad, but before she married my dad. But got unengaged. Yeah, the the engagement broke off. And so I asked my grandma what, I said, what did you, like, what did you think of that guy? And uh, she said, well, he came to visit and and when they told me in the article, I stated it better, but like basically she said, when they told me that they were engaged, I got so anxious. I got a rash. <laughs> and I said, grandma, is that normal? Yeah. Do you get a rash when you get anxious? And she goes, no, that should show you how bad it was. <laughs> Which is like one of my all time favorite conversations ever with my grandma. Yeah. No, that should show you how bad he was. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so, if you get a rash, I mean, like, that's allergic... an intense level of anxiety. Or it's an allergic reaction <laughs> to like an injection <laughs> or like a, a medication. You find out he just used a weird fabric softener and rubbed too close to yeah. her. And instead, and instead <laughs> it, it altered the course of history. But instead, it's like a potential future son-in-law can provide an allergic reaction. <laughs> but but I mean, again, I mean, as silly as it sounds, like it is interesting, right? Because that would have altered the course of me and you, right? Strangers in the night, man. I'm glad that this worked out. I'm glad I'm not. I'm glad I'm not an Everly Brothers kid. So yeah, let's let's thank our mothers by giving them a spinoff podcast. Yeah, let's do Caroline and Rosalie. <laughs> I know, I know, Rosalie's into it. Yeah. She will do it. She yeah. might, she might demure a little bit at first, but if we set it up, we get the Skype going. Her and Caroline. I, I just your mom on Skype would be awesome. Yeah, my my dad, by the way, on Skype amazing because my mom could be like on Skype or on FaceTime and my dad just walks into the screen torso and starts talking and doesn't know that you're supposed to have the face the face is supposed you to just, be just I just picture a white cotton Hanes t-shirt no. and that's all you see right no he he's like in a dress shirt almost all the time is he is he okay so he's, he's of that generation yeah, because he's older. He wouldn't be as old as my grandfather. No, he's but ca- it's khaki. I remember. How, how old is he? He's he'll be 70, uh, 79 this year. So my my grandfather died a decade ago, but or more. Golly, 
Um, but he was always he was a pastor, and he was always in a dress shirt till the day, yeah. till the day he died. He was there, in a dress shirt. There was a transformation. My dad went from blue jeans to khaki pants, and I don't know what happened there with that fancy aristocrat insanity in my family. <laughs> they got a Kmart in Lewisburg. I'm like, what is that? No, we don't have Kmart in my hometown. <laughs> We got a McDonald's as a senior in high school, man. What do you think we are? Metropolitan city? Totally weird. <laughs> Metropolitan yeah. city. We are the storyguys.com. That's where everything uh, is. Uh, obviously, thanks so much for listening. Make sure and uh, leave a review and say how much you like us. You can follow us anywhere on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio. Uh, and and they can, uh, you can also send us some mail. I called it viewer mail before we came on here, thinking I was David Letterman's like... <laughs> Assistant, we are the story guys at gmail.com. And the one thing we want to make sure if you don't do any of those things, there's one thing we need you to do keep telling stories. Story Guys is a production of Brian Eichenberger and Mark Murdoch. Get more stories, hear more podcasts, and book the guys for your conference or house party at wearethestoryguys.com. Copyright 2019 Boy Have We Got Stories Productions. All rights reserved.